Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. and welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. Today, we've got four of the Fab Five in the studio. Kathleen's mission is to assist parents who have experienced the loss of a child to suicide, move from pain and suffering to peace, presence, and purpose. Claudette's mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. Catherine's, oh, it's all the C's in the house. Ooh, Catherine, whose purpose is to help others in internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. Your body is speaking. The question is, are you listening? Your body is sending signals, sending messages, whether you're paying attention to them or not. A racing heart, low energy, bad knees. I'm not saying I know anything about that. I'm just saying bad knees and aching back all mean something. Do you know what's being said? And more importantly, are you ignoring the signals and the signs Are you actually listening and taking action in relation to what's being said? Kathleen is going to lead our conversation today as we discuss how your body is talking to you. Kathleen. Whitney, how's your body talking to you with your knee? Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, it's really funny you ask that question because, and and I'll get into this more after you, you know, do some more setup for the episode, but I ran a Ragnar more than a week ago and I felt last night I was out walking and it was the first day in a week. I was like, I finally feel like I am recovering Mm -hmm. and I know exactly what's You know, we've talked about this before, right? You and I and uh, Claudette and I, you know, in the healing work have had this conversation about what's being said from my back, when my back is bothering, when my knees are bothering me. So, yes, still an issue, but I know exactly what's being said. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God you've got friends in your world that are there to help you find out what you're... (laughs) What yes. your body's saying. What to would you. I do without you guys? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited to be able to lead this podcast today because I've been absent for three weeks because I've been in Costa Rica at the retreat center that I'm now a shareholder in. And there, there were a couple of retreats going on. And it just was like apropos that we talk about what your body's saying because I had the privilege to be able to lead a workshop at one of the retreats. And what I came away from there is, is more anchoring in is like our body is constantly talking to us. And the more that we ignore it, the more pain we sit in, the more suffering we're in, the more shame that we exude. And oftentimes we have the inability to actually look at people in the eyes when we're holding stuff inside our body that we're not able to understand that we're holding, that we don't know that's there, that we've ignored, that we've pushed aside. And I thought today was a great day to talk about how our bodies are talking to us. Our bodies don't only talk to us with the physical pains and ailments like Whitney talked about with your knees hurting or your back hurting, but it also talks to you in a way of your stomach might be exploding, your Uh, You may have digestive issues. You may 
have an, like I mentioned earlier, you may find it challenging to look at people in the eyes and anxiety and depression. Your body is constantly talking to us. And there's ways that you can move through that. There are studies that have shown that when our bodies are physically or emotionally in pain, that there is a direct correlation to emotional pain. What you're holding inside you is coming out in your physical presence. So I don't need to go into the science of all that. It is, it's been proven. If you want to look up studies, please feel free to, to look it up on Google. There's all kinds of things that you can look up. We're not here to give you the scientific data. We're here to share with you our experience about maybe even how our bodies have talked to us and what our experience is and how we've moved through some of those emotional challenges so our body became free. And so, Whitney, you started off. Uh, I don't know if you want to just continue or if someone else wants to go ahead with their experience, but... um, Sure. um, Um, Yeah. yeah. You know, so here's the interesting thing. Historically, I have been an ignorer. I have been a number, right? And when things are happening in my life, that create or had created emotional or some other kind of challenge, right? Usually some emotional thing, frustration, anger, resentment, those kinds of things. I have been, I I, I numb it with food or drink, right? Usually something sugary or drink. And if I can be honest, it still happens, but it certainly doesn't happen as frequently as it used to. I used to come home from work before, especially before I got married, remarried. I would come home from work. I would stop at the store. I would get, you know, it was just me in the house. So I didn't have to cook for anyone. And because I didn't, okay, maybe have to cook for someone is is an overstatement, but I wasn't cooking for someone else. It was just me. And so I would find myself not cooking, right? Not taking care of myself because in my head it was, you know, I'm not cooking for anyone. So I can just eat whatever. And I did a lot of that. I would pick something up like quick things, like a roasted chicken and stuff to make a salad. But then I'd buy a bag of cookies or a couple gallons of ice cream. And so I'd have a healthy meal. And then I would talk myself into eating the cookies or the ice cream. And I don't know if I've shared this with you guys or not, but I'm a little anal and Things have to be like symmetric. I don't know what that's about. Maybe you guys can diagnose me. But there's like this little thing about being symmetric and things being even. And so if I would have a cookie, then I had to have to eat the whole row of cookies because otherwise it's off. Right. And then if I eat a row of cookies, then then I'm like feeling guilty about eating the cookies and now I need to get rid of the cookies, which means I have to eat the next row of cookies. And this was, I see you laughing. It's fine. It's fine. I'm owning this. This is therapy for me. And I know someone that's listening can relate to this, right? You are not alone, Whitney. You're bringing it up for a reason. You are not alone. No, no, I was laughing because I'm like, oh my God, I've never done that. LOL. (laughs) It's a little bit of OCD here coming out. It's so a, a little, little, a, a little yeah. bit, a little bit, which is the point, right? This is the way things are sort of manifesting. And it was about not feeling like I had any control in what was going on in my life. And this was the period of time after my son passed. And I was in this job that I just was unhappy in. And so I was acting out, right? And there were these cravings that are things that I thought were cravings that had to be satisfied with sugar. And so I would like devour these cookies or the ice cream or whatever it was. 
And so I didn't get at the time that that's what was happening. Right. And so I'm sharing this so that if this is something that you're going through, that you can stop and say, oh, there's something that's being communicated to me. It's not just you're out of control. It's not just that, you know, you have no self-control or no discipline or there's something going on. And until we stop pretending like it's not there. Right. And start asking the questions, you know, what's going on? What does this mean? What, it, what is this trying to tell me that it's really easy to get caught up in a cycle? And when you add guilt to it, it just makes it worse. Right. And so I have had to stop and ask not just the frustration things that end up manifesting in my body. But the good things as well, right? And so this is not all negative. There are positive things that happen. And and you mentioned stomach issues. Thankfully, I don't have gastrointestinal issues. I don't have stomach. You would think with the way my diet had been at some point, you would think those things would have manifested. But they didn't. But taking the time to ask the questions about what's going on and if necessary, involving a doctor, right? If it's creating problems for you, maybe you start with asking a doctor, but certainly there are other ways to approach this and stop. I think the first thing is to stop pretending like you're not feeling what you're feeling, right? And get in tune and in touch with what is happening, ask the questions about what you're feeling, what you're going through. And you have to be honest with yourself. And for me, it was about being out of control, right? I didn't feel like I had control. And until I said, no, you are in control. If you don't want to be here, don't be here. And then I set about making a plan to remove myself from that situation. If it's not working for you, right, if you are getting signals from your body, from how you're feeling, whether your energy is up or low or, you know, you've got body aches or whatever, ask the questions. I think that would be what I would like to leave you with today. I know we're just getting started, but that would be the thing that I think is most important is that you have to own what you're feeling and then take the time to ask the questions about where it's coming from. I know the healers can go deeper and, you know, give you some other strategies or tips on how exactly to do that. But you've got to start there. Stop pretending like you're not feeling or going through what you're going through and then move from that place. It's so true, Whitney. You know, awareness is your first step. You know, when you are aware that you are not feeling happy, that you're masking with food or alcohol or work, even exercise can be a form of masking, binging on Netflix or some other kind of binge, uh, anything that you're binging on, I might encourage you to just ask yourself, what am I avoiding? What is it that I am not, what am I procrastinating over? What do I not want to see within me? That's one of the things that that I would invite you to explore. I also want to just mention that some of the things that happen in our lives are really signs for us to wake up about particular patterns or habits that we've found ourselves in. My first week in Costa Rica I was interacting with a particular person and I was very aware my body was acting differently. I was dulling my light. I was shrinking. I was trying to fix things before they actually happened because I didn't want to upset this person. I didn't want the explosive reactions. I just saw the behavior in this particular person and how they interacted with other people. I knew that I didn't want that interaction with me. And I was aware of it because my body became stiff. I wasn't as bubbly as I usually am. I wasn't smiling authentically. I felt my light dimming and shrinking. I felt it in my body. 
And so I was aware enough to know, like, to ask those questions, what is happening here? Why am I pulling back and not interaction, interacting in the way I would normally interact? And what I came to was a real realization that I was being reminded that it felt like an environment like I was as, as a child, is that I wasn't feeling safe. And I was acting as if I was a three-year-old, not the adult and the, the healer that I am today. So I share that only because it is a journey. The things that are happening in our lives are, come up for us so where we can release them and move through them and stand in our own power. Because whatever someone else is doing, it has nothing to do with you. They're only mirrors of us. I think Claudette mentioned that earlier on today before we got we started recording is that something that's bothering us in our environment are really is mirrors for us to be able to see what we're holding on to. And I actually, by the time I left, I thank the person for challenging me. I thank them for being who they were. I thank them for embracing me. I thank them for bringing up something inside me that I knew I didn't want to sit in. And so my body was the one that told me something was happening here that didn't was not in alignment with my soul. And we get to choose whether we want to ignore it and stay in an old pattern or whether we want to step up into it, feel through it, experience it, talk to people who understand you, reach out to healers, do things like Whitney mentioned a doctor. You don't always need a doctor, although a doctor is very is helpful as well. A doctor, a psychiatrist, healers, anything that you feel, a community that can understand you, that can help you walk through your experience if you're open to hear what they have to say. If you're not open to hear what they're having to say, you're going to sit in it and you're going to sit in resentment. You're going to sit in anger. Whitney mentioned anger. Anger is one of the the biggest emotions that women don't want to experience. Anger for women is like taboo. That, it, that we've been taught in society that an angry woman is an aggressive bitch. That we've been taught in society that women that are angry are not acceptable. The more we avoid the feelings that we're having, the more anger is bottled up inside of us. And it causes stomach issues. It causes other bodily in- issues, but it causes issues within your body and you become angry. (laughs) And so why not allow yourself to move through that anger that you deserve to to move through? It's the combination of what you said and I said about awareness, right? Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. You cannot recognize the change if you're not aware of who you are in the first instance. Exactly. Right. And so awareness, self-awareness is your foundation. It is the place where just about everything, I can't think of anything where self-awareness is not the place that everything emanates from. Right. And so you, it's hard to be aware that you are having stomach issues or that you're feeling frustrated or whatever, if you don't know sort of where you are as a baseline so that when there's a change, you can recognize that there is a change in your story, right? You're saying that I'm not the way I know. I'm not showing up the way I normally do. I'm not my normal interactive bubbly self. What's going on? And If you are not in the habit of checking in, this is why living in the present, living in the moment is so important so that you can recognize the change when it happens. For most of us, we live in our chronic state so much, Mm -hmm. right, that we have accepted that as normal. And that's, that may be normal to you now, right? But that's not your normal state. That's not your healthy state. And so understanding that you are not in that place should give you cause, should give you pause 
to start asking these questions. So I, like I said, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you said something and I wanted to get it out before you moved on to a, another sort of topic. Yeah. So. Well, I think a great point, you know, you have to be self-aware and which brings me to the second point that I wanted to bring up. And I'm, so I'm going to just bring it up now is pointing fingers and bitching and complaining about someone else is not your answer. It is not someone else's fault for the way that you're responding. You get to choose how you want to respond in life. If you want to continue to place blame on someone else for life sucks, I'm a, I'm a victim here, then that's what you're going to be. And that sounds harsh to some, and it's fact. If you want to be a victim, then keep being a victim. But if you don't want to be a victim, step into your own development. Step in and honor your soul. Honor who you are. Because your body is not meant to be in pain all the time. Your emotions are not meant to be on this roller coaster craziness all the time. Your brain chattering at you that you're worthless, that you don't belong, that no one loves you, that whatever thing that you want to come up with is not there to do that to you. You're creating your own unnecessary suffering. So you get to choose to step into a journey one step at a time, but you get to choose. So with that said, I'm just going to pass it on. looks like Claudette is opening up and she's ready to go. So <laughs> I love that. That was like, open the door for me. Let me run through. That was a freaking awesome. Everybody is feedback. You were talking about mirrored feedback before we started recording the law of correspondence. And just very quickly, whatever you're experiencing on the inside of yourself, you will experience something of similar frequency on the outside. So don't come bitching and complaining to me when your life sucks if all you think about is bullshit about yourself. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. And I don't mean to be harsh, but guess what? I got to experiment on myself with this. So I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm miserable, a victim, whatever. This was me growing up, right? And then I would continue to be a victim. It's because of the law of correspondence and the law of belief. There's certain laws at work here. I didn't make them up. I'm just the messenger. Don't shoot me. Go and shoot a target, but not me. And you know what? It's just how it works. We're in a game of life. Let's learn how to play it. And let's start to shift into being grateful. So I want to give a few examples of that. So every time I get cranky about my past and about my ex-husband, we're just going to come out and call it out my lower back hurts. Like to the point, it'll hurt for a couple of days. And I'm like, oh, you know, and then it'll start really hurting. Okay. So I fell off of a horse because I didn't follow guidance. That's a whole nother podcast, but I fell off of a horse. I, I got a compression fracture. Truth was saying, don't get on the damn horse. I'm like, I'm going to get on the horse. Okay. Whatever. I got a compression fracture. They said, oh, you're, they, the doctors, you might get arthritis. I went, no, not going to. But every time I'm resentful, guess what happens? Boom. Back starts hurting. And I mean, to the point that it's aching so badly. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then I go and sit in truth. And then here lately, a couple things have come up with the former husband. Okay. And I was like, and, and guess what? I've processed it. I gave him to God. I bless him in his new relationship. Like I, it, seriously, but if there's something else, I'm also going to see it. So what happens? Lower back hurting. I sit down, I get calm. I go right through the middle of the pain. I allow the pain to show me the belief associated with it. And it's hurting because the belief is not in alignment with truth, with our soul, with who we are. That's why it's hurting. Our body is here to give us feedback. And so is everyone else. And if I'm being honest, which I like to attempt to be honest, I mean, there was a time in my life I wasn't. So let's just be real. I used to be very insecure and lie about things because I was so insecure, but I'm sitting here taking full responsibility for everything I experienced in my marriage. Because if I understand the law of correspondence, he was just mirroring back to me the bullshit in me. And 
the parts of me that didn't love all of me, right? And we're on this journey to grow. And the reason why this stuff begins to repeat itself, like these annoying bullshit thoughts will go on and on and on, is because they are false. See, what is truth doesn't have to continue to just bombard you. It just is. It's there. It's like an energy of frequency. It's solid. What is false has to keep knocking the crap out of you because it's false and it needs a hit of your power to stay in existence. So let's start to be wise about that and recognize that when that's happening and go, oh, this thought is bombarding me. I must believe something that supports it that is false because it, it keeps trying to take my power. But that's how it stays in existence. So let's start to see that and then go straight into it. So, and I'm going to give another quick thing. So I forgave him again for one other little thing. It was a financial thing because I was making a financial decision and I would be twice as good as I am right now. Right. You know, so then the resentment kicked in, but I'm a creator. Like I can manifest anything. I'm like, I have a full on belief that in the next two years, I'm going to do better than I've done my whole life. So why am I holding that again? What? So I had to get that straight. Had to get that in alignment. Forgive him. Guess what? Woke up. Back's not hurting at all. So everything has, has that. Okay. So I had another person in the truth method training call me. It's just like, I got COVID and she goes, my fever's 102. And you know what? Third dimensional thinking, five sense consciousness. Well, you have a, you have, you're sick, right? That's why it's hurting, whatever. And you would just accept it. No, we operate in fourth. And fourth is the kingdom of heaven within. Fifth is instant manifestation in the void. Let's work on fourth. I'm going a little deeper. I hope I don't go off track here, but we have to turn inward to get truth on what we believe in overcome the ego and put it in its rightful place. And then we can do really good stuff in fifth dimension, but let's work on fourth. And so I, I moved her into truth and I said, you have 102 temperature. What do you believe? Well, it started now. So it's going to continue. All these beliefs came up and I go, what's the truth? And the truth is like, I can change it right like that. And so we begin to unwind from it within 35 minutes. She was down to 98.9. And she had also started getting pain in her chest, a severe headache that was gone. But I'm going to tell you, Kathleen was like, your body is your feedback. The headache moved to the lower back. Like, it's like this energy as we were getting truth was, she goes, it's like, it's moving in me. I go, let's continue to get truth until it's just gone. And so now she's like, yeah, I don't have a fever. I mean, She tested positive, so she's waiting three or four days to test again, right? But she's like, and she's quarantined, you know, do what you need to do. But she's like, I don't have a fever. My nose is a little runny, and that's it. She goes, I felt a little more tired when I went to sleep last night. Before that, before the truth session, she was exhausted. So if if that's not proof, I mean, we can sit here and say third dimensional reality is it, or we can actually go, wait a minute, God within me is it. And then I begin to shape third dimensional reality in my experience in it. And my thing is from victim to conqueror, which one do you choose? Like, I mean, it's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. So So true. I love the example that you used. It's, you know, the health diagnoses that we get with physical and emotional stuff that's going on. I mean, clearly we're not telling you not to go to the doctors. If that's what you want to do, then do that. And there are other means in helping you to work through the emotional connection to your physical reaction. That's the end, right? That's the end. Because I was talking to a therapist at a party. I went to a lot of Labor Day parties this weekend. It was a lot of fun. And I was talking to a therapist and we were talking about the spiritual aspect and the counseling aspect. And now she's like, I'm interested in becoming a facilitator. Why not? Why not merge the two? 
because, right. you know, because I'm not against medicine. Medicine is the study of what is happening in the third dimension. I'm not against that at all. However, understand third dimension is feedback and it's a delayed creation. What you experience in third dimension, I don't know how many years you've been ruminating on that stuff within your soul. And now it's finally coming out into third dimension. So just understand that's feedback. So when when you're in the process of healing, if you keep getting feedback that says you're not healed, don't allow doubt to come in. Continue to go deeper and seek truth and get free and go to the doctor. How about do everything? Yeah. Do whatever feels right to you and do something different that you haven't done before. Just to go along with what Claudette was saying that I've recently had a client that was filled with anxiety when she was in crowds or and really like so much so that she wouldn't go into crowds. And when I sat with her, we were able, she couldn't look me in the eye. There are a lot of symptoms here that was causing in her body. She was holding on to weight as well. There was a lot happening for her. So as we were working through this particular thing, I had to step aside because I was feel like I was processing her, like something, I needed to release some, purge some energy. And so I came back and then she got really emotional. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, you didn't do anything. Look me in the eyes. We went through this whole process. And by the time we were done, the poor girl, I, I love it. Not the poor girls. This is such a, a beautiful awakening. Like she had an experience all the way through her childhood that she was being abused. And I don't need to go into the type of abuse, but it was intense. And she took her power back and she realized by the time we were done that she was loved, that she is powered, like she, she had all the power there was and that no one else could control her. And she was glowing and smiling. And she, at the end, she was like screaming, I am power, I am love, you know, like she just had this amazing ability and since I've seen on social media where she's just shown just like her complete shift in her in her presence because she was able to release shame that was stuck so deep in her body that she didn't even realize that's what was happening. She was able to go through a particular process of releasing all the stuff that she was holding on to and realizing she was the light all along. And it was just so beautiful to watch. I loved being able to be present for that. But that's another example. Like Claudette said, there's just, there are different ways you can move through whatever you might be holding or how you're responding. If you're not liking, if it doesn't feel good, there's something out of alignment with your soul and you get to move through that. So Catherine. Absolutely. And it is I mean, so much is present right now. One message right now. I mean, it is all connected. Mind, body, spirit, all connected. And also, you know, having people in our space who can help us see this and release it. And, you know, what a gift. I've worked with both of you, Claudette and Kathleen, and you've helped me release things and you're brilliant at it. And we need that, that outside looking in, help us see some of these things because it takes that. It takes close people outside of our world where we don't have the emotional attachments and things to help guide us through. So I'm so grateful to have you in my world do for helping me and others in the world. It's beautiful. And it is all tied together. And I am like so many examples in my life on how this all ties together. It is ironic and hilarious. I'm sitting down doing the show today. Usually I'm standing up because I have a foot that is a little injured and hurting. It's propped up right now. I'm sitting like weirdly like laptop in between my legs and foot propped up type thing happening right now um, on our platform. So that's what's happening, ladies, on the camera. And because my foot is hurting. And so there's that. There's so many things to dive into with just my life for this show. If we had the time, 
But, you know, just like looking at like a quick glimpse, like I like to like research the spiritual meaning of things. And although I know that like I was walking Emma June, my adorable little fur baby, and I was like on these rocks and I twisted my foot. So I know like that happened. And then like days later, it's just been like, getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm just like staying on it and I'm opening fit district and like, I must be present there and like moving around. I don't have the time for this hurt foot. Anything to do with a foot in a twisting of the foot is a fear of the future. Potentially check in with your soul. I'm not telling you what it is. You have to, the answer rises in you, but it's something to do with uncertainty, fear of the future. You've got a lot going on. And so all you have to begin to do is go, I now turn this over to truth and that I am certain. I am certain in the power of the living God that dwells in me. The way is made, like the way unfolds before me, like just start to say things that allow your foot to be steady. So um, the promise of the divine is if you trust in the divine, your foot is held steady and you will not turn. You will not even slip on a rock. That's like the promise of the divine. And so when you're saying it, I'm like, oh, my God, you're right in the middle of opening up fit district. If I were you, I would be saying this because I would be a little nervous and there's a lot going on, right? And it's exciting at the same time. So just start to go. The truth is my advisor and guides my every step. I am certain in the divine, nothing else. Because the the call is not to trust in man, but to trust in God within who knows all. And we can determine whether someone's trustworthy or not, but we trust in the divine to guide us with everybody and everything. So I'm sorry. I had to say that, but I'm so proud of you. And the shift in the language, language is energy. And what we is too. So I'm just curious, based on what Claudette just said, I'm also curious about what were you thinking when you twisted your ankle? What were you thinking about when you twisted your ankle? Just curious about that because I, I mean, I agree with Claudette. Everything she said. I don't but, remember. Yeah. I'll have to yeah. Try to do a little meditation. So in the future, that's another little tip. In the future, when something happens to you physically. Be aware of what your thoughts are, what's happening in your life, where your energy really is. Because your mind, I can almost guarantee it, Catherine, your mind wasn't there walking Imogene. Your mind was going, what do I need to do? How do I need to do it? Where do I need to be? You know, all about fit district. So I agree with Claudette. I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. What's that, Whitney? I said I was thinking the exact same thing as you and you were describing it, right? It's right. sort of your thought was I'm walking on these rocks, right? It's uneven territory, and that's true. But your mind wasn't probably fully present of your walking and knowing what you're doing in the middle of doing right now, the enormity of what you're doing and the excitement of what you're doing. Your mind was probably going a mile a minute or a hundred miles a minute, right? Processing all of the things that are on your to-do list, punch lists and hiring and all of that stuff, right? And so, and Claudette said fear. And I think one of the things that, you know, we're like, well, I'm not afraid of something. It's not, it's okay that there is those moments that you have the thoughts or the feelings or that emotion. The big thing is you are continuing to take action in spite of that. And that's all we can do really. Right. And you are doing that. So I don't know how you interpreted what she said when she said fear, but hopefully it wasn't like, Oh, I'm afraid to do fit district because I don't think that's the case, but there are things that crop up. And we were talking about this before we we got started. It's you're about to have your soft opening and then there's a grand opening and there have to be some moments, even if they're super fleeting moments of fear and doubt that pop in about, is this going to turn out the way I plan or I hope or I desire 
at the same time, knowing that it will. Right. And so and then you step on a rock and there's a little twist there. So but you're still moving. You're still smiling and you're still rocking it, girl. You you would not know unless I was just sharing to share for the topic, the situation. Right. Like it's just I just keep rolling. And what you all of you are just brilliantly intuitively, intellectually, all the things picking up on this is like literally like researching it. It, You're all like, it's like what resonates and y'all are just like hitting boom, 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 boom. It's like all resonating. It's like Kathleen heard you. It's like all these things, a million, a mile, a million in your mind. And then it's like, you know, one of the things is like basically like metaphorically and I'm reading from like just an art, a little research article on like the spirit, mind, body connection. It's like, it's, you're like overstretched, you're overstressed. You've got a lot of things going on the way to the world. And so it is definite, like all of it is very present. Anytime you feel that pressure, I'm going to tell you one quick thing to say. I cast this shit on the truth within me and I go free. Yes. I cast this shit on the truth. The truth in me knows the way I'll be led and boom, watch the energy go to the God power within period. And it can handle anything like that power within you is operating at. It has ways, you know, not of Mm. it's like a supercomputer that calculates all the potentialities. And so just go, I cast that shit on the truth within me and I'm guided done. I don't care what it is. Who's coming to you, cast it to the truth because then it's not dwelling. That energy isn't hitting in your heart and then becoming more. What you're doing is you're passing it on to infinite intelligence that can handle anything. So when you're connected God within, you have a trusted advisor that is helping you run your business. Imagine that. And then begin to walk in that. You are not alone. You are not alone. This is not just on you. You have infinite intelligence and all the power of the universe inspiring, conspiring and backing your ass up, including us. And you are not alone. I love you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Received. I'm taking that in right now. I needed to hear that message. Thank you. I have tears in my eyes. Yes, I am not alone. And I have the truth and the divine in me guiding the way. And what I was coming to as well as all the busyness and also fears as we are stepping in and it's unfolding and it's uncertain and there's fears of financial things and all, you know, and it's beautiful. And I feel like I am on purpose and my passion and it is like a, it's incredible. I'm so grateful. So it's like all these things present that connect back to the foot and, and this is real life living here on this show, unfolding. So Catherine, I just, I feel like there's an opportunity for you here is to really allow yourself to feel all of it. All of us are fortunate enough to be aware enough to be where we are. And a lot of our, our listeners aren't. So the one thing I would really, I mean, I feel like there's an invitation for all of us is to, okay, so yeah, I'm scared. There's a ton of things to do. My financial well-being's on the line. You know, like, it's okay to feel through it. It's okay, Catherine. It's okay to feel those. You don't have to mask it with, and it's all great. And uh, that is true, too. No, it is. There is fear, though, and all these things. Exactly. One big package. I'm not, it's not mask, but it's because it's all fair. I feel like it's very all very present right now in this moment and it's not that the fear is masking that like i'm present to it all yeah the only thing that i'm i'm kind of using you as an example (laughs) i think all of us are is like a little coaching 
an impromptu coaching thing for our clients, for our listeners. It's just yeah. that, that, yes, it is okay to feel the uncomfortable feelings. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you are the prime example, Catherine, right here. It's like you are the prime example of all of us of trying like, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I know I'm fear. And I also know it's okay. So I'm just going to keep going. What about stopping? Oh, yeah. Feeling. Stop, breathe, take care of yourself, be held by that divine being, whatever that divine being is for you. Be held, be nurtured, cry. And I can promise you some of that shit will just be gone because you gave yourself the time to acknowledge whatever that was. And then be in the knowing of all that is. Like you already know all that. You know that. Mm. Yet there's still this underlying thing there that's kind of, it's in there and you keep what I'm hearing you say, and it could not be, not might not resonate at all. But you're like, yeah, there is some fear. And yet there's so much good. So it's, let's just go to the good and let's just forget about the fear and let's, let's go with the good and, you know, let yourself feel it. Then it's gone. It no longer has control over you. You no longer have to take the effort to keep moving on the positive. Don't resist the lion. Face it. That's that's all I can. You know, Tony Robbins says, "Kill the monster when it's small, mm-hmm. before it gets really big." So, mm-hmm. just you know, Kathleen's on on the money. Like, yeah. go go straight into it. You know, yeah. and you'll see that the lion gets transmuted into a kitten. The other thing I want for our listeners to hear as well as you, Catherine, is that self-care is so critical when we're in the midst of something that's so big that you're experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. It is easy to say, I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time to walk and breathe. I don't have time to. It is easy to get caught up in the I don't have time. However, if you're not taking care of your inner soul and you're not truly present with Emma Jean as you're walking her, looking at the rocks, breathing, saying, oh my gosh, I am so lucky to have Emma Jean in my life because she's actually helping me to get out here in this nature and just being and everything else will be there when I get back. Mm -hmm. I just get to be right now. I just get to be because that self-care is really critical for Mm -hmm. all of us. It is so, as y'all are talking, like so many things are resonating around, you know, the self-care and the slowing down like message. And it's been a message for a while, you know, I've never been pulled in so many directions and, you know, they're and not taking time for me, like ever, like 24, seven, seven, seven right now. So I am receiving that in this conversation and like just voices in my head, you know, like sit down, take some time to breathe and meditate and like, then just going, no, no, no. And like, even with this foot situation, really hurting physically and like, just go, 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 go. And I mean, I'm soaking it in like ice and, but it's like, go, it's like the message has just been go, 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 go. It's just like getting, so it's like, like physically it's there, the message and what you all are saying. And we know our souls know, just like to your point, our souls know the divine knows and the slowing down. And actually I've been able to slow down a little bit this weekend. It's been wonderful mm-hmm. over the weekend. Um, we're, we're recording this on Labor Day. Our be- I'm talking about my beautiful labor of love right now, Fit District lately on this Labor Day. So anyway, I have been able to slow down. I've actually been doing some writing this weekend. Some creative ideas are flowing and just sort of slowing downness. So I feel like every show it's like, okay, let's do a follow-up to this. But anyway, because they're so good. So, so thank is- you for ending that, Catherine, with self-care. And the key is always when we take care of ourselves, we listen to our bodies and all is well. All will, you know, our souls, our soul is hearing that. So we'll stay in alignment. So it's back to you, Whitney. 
Oh my goodness. That was awesome. I love, we don't get to do that a lot, right? Sort of the impromptu coaching, but the moment called for it and I'm glad we did. Thank you, Catherine, for receiving that. And thank you, Kathleen, for leading that. It, it was beautiful. What I took away from this, and I hope you take this away as well, is the importance of being aware, being aware of your body, what the, the feedback that it's giving you, the connection, the mind-body-spirit connection, right? More than once it has been said that when we're out of alignment with our soul, that these things are manifesting. These accidents, I've got air quotes up, these accidents that happen to us, right? When we twist our ankle or interestingly enough, we're coming home last night from an event I'm driving. And I don't know if this person was drunk or just was trying to be some, anyway, the car was coming head on with us. The car coming towards us was on my side of the road. And I was aware enough to pull over and stop as this person was like coming straight at us, right? Being in the moment is so important, right? And I said accidents and air quotes, there are no accidents, right? We're not paying attention. We are not in the moment and we have to do that. So whether it involves something that's happening in the world or in your own body, be aware, pay attention. And then this uh, slow down, give yourself permission to slow down and to feel, to feel what you're feeling. Stop masking it with the positivity. Yes, be positive, have a positive mental outlook, but don't mask it with the positivity. You have to feel it, own it, and then, as Kathleen would say, feel through it, right? And then give yourself permission to feel it, to slow down, and to take care of yourself, right? We all need to do that. We need to do more of that. So, ladies, as always, an absolute pleasure having this conversation with you for our audience. And we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. And if you have not already done so, please review and rate the show. Join us on Facebook and Instagram to share what you're doing. What are you moving through? What is your body telling you? And what are you doing to feel your way through it? Until next time, listen, hear what your body is saying. Take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.